Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Joe Soro coming back again while Gerald's on his hiatus at Universal Studios tonight for the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, subscribe, and follow, or do whatever you can to support us here at the Lakers Fast Break, it would be most appreciated. Uh, tonight... We're likely going to be a two-man uh, unit, Sean Grice, the madman from Toronto. As you can see, he is not hes not in traffic, and he hasn't been in traffic this week. I know because <laughs> I've, I've been with him the whole time. So, But I will say this. Tonight's game is going to bring out some venom. So I want you all to be prepared. Um, last night... At the conclusion, almost the immediate conclusion of the New Orleans-Lakers game after the Lakers pretty much shellacked that team from opening tip to the buzzer, decided to tell everyone that Anthony Davis was going to sit. And, Sean, I told you and I told Gerald, I don't have a good feeling about that. So what happens today? The Lakers get to Houston and lose 114 to 110, which, by the way, that score might as well have been 140 to 10 because the Lakers showed zero chance of in any way winning this game. I mean nothing. They gave nothing. They had nothing. And I... I, we're going to have to bring back Groundhog's Day again tonight. I thought I didn't have to bring this back, this negativity back into this. But negativity is only negative when it's positive, right? Like we're, we're, we're talking about something that they really flubbed last night and obviously flubbed today. The Lakers looked like they didn't give two craps about tonight. They looked like they didn't want to coach. They didn't want to fly to Houston. They got their asses kicked by the second worst team in the NBA. Why? Because they thought they could just say, ah, we don't need any of our players. We could probably go over there in Houston and win that game on, on the back end of a back-to-back. So I question, my question to you, Sean, is at what point, at what point are we going to be done with this? I really want to know. Yeah, you know what, Joe? Um, I got to be frank with you. Just thinking on the fly here, but also kind of in the moment. <clears throat> I think if they if they lose these next two, I think you can call it a day. 
think that would um, that will put them at thirty four and thirty eight. Ten games left. You pretty much you're gonna have to go eight and two at minimum, probably. You have give yourself a shot there, and that uh, puts you at four and two wins. So maybe it gets you into the plan, but I mean. At this, at this point in time, with just turfing some of these games, and you're you're just setting yourself up for failure. It 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 was truly remarkable, you know. It was a combination of them being punked because um, the last time I felt like a team like this just was dunking all over the Lakers was uh, Game Five uh, of the Thunder series in 2012. Um, that's the last time the image of dunk after dunk after dunk just and you getting punked play after play after play it was just awful man and like I said I think if they if they lose these next two I think that's pretty much the the season's turfed and you can call it a day the the results is not really my major concern at this point it's how arrogantly they went about their business since last night. Since the conclusion of last night is, is just astonishing. You are a team that hasn't been over 500 for almost a, more than a year. And you have the nerve and the gall to make an announcement. You couldn't even, you're so stupid. You're such a freaking brainless bunch of morons. You couldn't at least wait until... Could we have waited till shoot around? Maybe. What is what was the benefit in making that announcement? Are they all on the line? And I think you guys know what I mean. Like, are they on the line? Are they trying to handicap something? Yeah. What What is the point? What you did was, and I'll t- and and you can sit there and tell me that Joe, that's not how it plays out. This is the NBA. No, 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 no. I keep telling you guys this is a results business. I have been watching the Rockets play basketball this year maybe a handful of times, okay? They have a 13-game losing streak this year and an 11-game losing streak. They have sucked donkey you-know-whats all year. They walked pissed today. Oh, oh, you think, oh, you think you can just sit whoever you want come in and, and try to punk us? These guys are professional athletes. Bullet to, bull, bull, chalkboard material, like they used to say, matters. Yeah. It does invigorate people, okay? So I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, if I'm in that media room and I see Mike Trudell, the weasel that he is, he's not going to ask these questions. No. Jim Hill, professional, one of the greats, he's not going to ask this question. You can ask all the L.A. Times writers. I don't even know if there's any real LA, L.A. Times writers anymore. I don't know who's there. Who the hell is going to ask that coach? What was the thinking going on in your brain? I don't care who made the call at this point. I'm, I'm not going to go into that. But where was the thinking here? On making an announcement like that so quickly after the game, what does that benefit your team and your gamesmanship or lack of game gamesmanship 
in telling the <laughs> we don't think anything of you. We're going to sit our number one guy because he's got a sore foot. The guy just shellacked an entire team by himself for an entire quarter. By him doing that, the Lakers were able to just run it up. They couldn't, New Orleans couldn't do jack squat. Why would you do that? And the result of that is getting your ass kicked by the Houston Rockets, who are tanking, who don't have anyone on that team that I really know. I mean, I know who they are because I'm, well, I'm an NBA watching guy, right? But I don't really know who the hell these guys are. These guys were complaining after fouls they were making. That's the kind of big heads they had in this game. They were complaining about calls being called on them when it was clear that they fouled the other guy. That's what stars do. That's what guys who are entitled do. These guys suck ass. They're the second worst team in the NBA, and they've been the worst team for the last two years. This, is, this could be the third. There's never been an NBA team in history of the NBA that has been the worst team three years in a row. Houston's on that path, and they shellacked you like you were nothing. Where was your pride? Why don't you guard the paint? You're telling me that these guys who are 6'8", 6'7", 6'9", they can't at least get in front of somebody? There was a freaking layup line the whole freaking night. What what what's baffling what what's completely baffling to me is he played all of 33 minutes yesterday. He didn't even play the equivalent of 3 quarters. And you sit him in a game where you got to have it. You got to have that back-to-back. And you're, well, let's just face it, right? I've, I've said this on the show. I've said this um, in conversations with other people. Confident, self-confidence is very important, both professionally and personally. Obstacles coming your way, you got to find a way to push through, Right? Problem is, is that I don't, I've never had an issue with cocky people, Joe, ever. Cockiness to me is blind, blind confidence. That's all cockiness means to me. Arrogance is a totally different matter. Arrogance is thinking you're the smartest person in the room and you haven't even stepped foot through the door. And that's what Ham did tonight. And that's what the coaching staff did tonight. Because shout out to Dr. Nukes, who brought up a great point. There were no pick and rolls. There were no back screens. There were no backdoor cuts. There were no lob attempts. There was no attempt to try and be creative whatsoever. It's almost like he, he just threw the ball out there and just asked them to play jazz. And he's not that type of coach. So we have some of our esteemed uh, chat room contingency saying to us to accept that this is how it's going to be. You just ignited a freaking dynamite by that comment. All right. You want me to accept that a player that is capable of playing, a player who's making 40 freaking million a year, whom if he had played tonight, we would have won. Why? Because of the goddamn layup line that we saw for four quarters 
Do you really think that would have happened if Anthony Davis was in there? No. Let's just say it was half the game. We win this game, even if it was half the game. Don't tell me to accept something that shouldn't be accepted. You want to take days off when you're capable of playing? Take half your salary then. Because you know what? Then you can go allocate that money to someone else who can cover your ass when you don't want to play. Whether it's management that's making the decision or whether it's the coach that's making the decision, that's not an excuse. And I don't care that it's 2023 and these guys want to sit. Then take less money so you can go get a player to cover your ass. That's how I'm talking now. That's what we need to do. Is that what they're going to do? No. They want their money and they want their day off too. Screw that. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to yell it. Whether it's going to do anything or not, it's not going to matter. Okay? It doesn't matter. It makes me feel good to vent it. Or maybe it will matter. I don't know. Bottom line is at least I can go to sleep or I can say, hey, we told you. We said it. We have a solution because that's one thing that pisses me off about culture in general, especially in sports. Everyone points to the problem, but no one ever talks about the solution. Okay? And no one executes the solution on top of that. The solution right now, if you want me to explain to accept a healthy player to not play in an important game. Yes, you win tonight. You start creeping into that eight and seven range now where when you were at 13. Don't tell me to accept something that's not acceptable. I'm sorry. I'm never going to buy that. He didn't play tonight and we lost. We are not in a position to lose games. If you want to watch this team in the playoffs – and make an impact, you play him, and if his leg falls off tonight, then you at least went out playing hard, just like Kobe did. Kobe played until his leg fell off, till his tendon broke, and we love him for it, okay? We love him for it, and that's life. Sometimes that happens, but go after it, okay? That's, 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 that's the bottom line, guys. I'm not sitting around telling people to get off my lawn. I'm 45 years old. I might be old to some people, but I'm with it, okay? I'm about what's going on, okay? I'm not some old, decrepit man that still wants to use a flip phone, okay? No, I'm very technology savvy. I'm about the times, too. But there's also basic fundamentals that matter, especially when it comes to a, a, an activity like professional sports where you're getting paid one-third of the salary cap, I'm expecting you to play when you can play, okay? If you don't want to play, you want to play 50 games out of the 82, then prorate your goddamn salary, man, and then you can sit. Then I'll be like, cool, we can take that other 13 or $15 million, and we can go get a couple guys to cover your ass. Done. Finish it off for me, Sean. Guide me to the next subject. Uh, you know, whether it was uh, cautious that the, the Lakers medical staff and the management, by the way, uh, great rant. We we're going to have to put that on uh, our short. Um, <clears throat> but I was going to say they, the conversation is, is tilted more towards, I think it's about, about 75, 25 Laker fans who felt that, even if AD was able to play 20 to 25 minutes tonight, that would have been enough because like you said, it was a layup line. There's, we had no interior defense, nothing. 
they got whatever they wanted inside. And um, we were talking during playback, and I, I think we've kind of said it throughout the year, but not uh, it hasn't been elongated as much. But Gerald said it before. Winning Gabriel's been waived or cut by six different teams six different times in his career. He is who he is. Uh, he can he can have a brilliant play once every couple of games that make you go wow your your eyes kind of pop on that one play but he's good for about ten minutes a game he can give you ten really really good minutes and that's just not enough especially when it's on a back to back and even if you're playing a lottery team I mean Shingun just has way too much skill. For somebody like Wendy and Gabriel to try and guard. Yes, he's physical. He could probably bother the kid a little bit. But the, the kid's got footwork that Wendy and Gabriel will just look silly. And he did. <clears throat> and uh, this is on. And riddle me this. So even if you think that he couldn't have played. Why didn't you go get a third big if you knew this was a possibility? Not a probability or an inevitability, a possibility. But you didn't even do that. You didn't even do that. You did your research, right? You brought in guys, you worked guys out. But for whatever reason, the management and the coaching staff couldn't agree on bringing in a big at this point in time in the year. Well, look what happened. <laughs> How many points in the paint did they get tonight, Joe? Last time I checked, they were at 66, and I think they did a few more. Uh, my prediction was they were going to get to 80 before the end well, of the Well, you know what? It, that They had 56. So they we, we were th- at one point, Joe said that the projection was they were about to get 80 points in the paint. They they they, they kind of took their pedal, pedal uh, off the metal there. They started chucking up a lot of threes, and they made a few. But they they were taking a lot more threes than they were trying to get inside in the last 12, 15 minutes. So it was a poor effort. Um, Even if you, again, even if you buy into the, well, you know, it's it's a load management. It's a load management game. It's a maintenance game. He only played 33 minutes last night. And on top of that, you decided not to get a third big, even when Mobamba was injured. Doesn't make any sense to me. There's no rationale for it. You can't cop your way out of this one. You fucked up. Rob and Darvin Ham screwed up. And tonight it costs them. I'm not going to go back and discuss acquisitions and decision-making on rosters. Forget that. I'm done with this. I'm done with that. The trade deadline is over. March 1 is passed. I'm done with this, okay? Work with what you have, okay? Work with what you freaking have. You have the baddest big man. In the game, when healthy, you have to win every game you can win. The decision-making 
and the mental decision-making. There is a reason, folks. There is a reason, okay, why Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Scottie Pippen, and Jordan didn't win a championship until Phil Jackson arrived. It could have been coincidental. Michael Jordan, Shaq, and Kobe would have probably won a championship anyways, but it's the amount, it's the focus, it's the ability to continue, okay? It's not a it's not by accident that they three-peated, okay? And one of those teams three-peated twice because there's a mental part of this game that that man, Phil Jackson, mastered. I'm using him as an example. I'm not comparing him to what we have now. I'm just telling you, there is a mental part of this game that's lost even more than anything other physical. It's lost. Because Phil Jackson was a very big supporter of, 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 of scaling back, too. Of course. Okay? But even with that, Jordan was still playing 82 games a year. Okay? There is this mentality that... The mind will tell the body what's going on. The mind will tell. Okay, so I'll use an example. You got someone like Mo Bamba who has an ankle sprain and who's out for a freaking month. The same ankle sprain that Kobe would have come back on the back end of a, ba of, of a, of a back-to-back and still perform. You tell me if that's not mental. Oh, it, complete, uh, it completely is. It completely is. I, I'm, and, well, and I, 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 I want to say this because Z mentioned why we didn't talk about this last night. And I, I said to her a little bit on the chat, Z, the reason why I didn't mention it, and I swear to you, I would have, because the second I heard Sean made the announcement, Sean interrupted us and made the breaking news announcement. And I remember when he said what he said, my hand went like this. Yeah, and it was a reaction. It wasn't. It wasn't me going. Hmm. No, it no. was an immediate reaction where my fist went like this. Yeah, but you didn't like see Joe, it. Joe gave the Arthur meme. I was Arthur. so irritated at that moment. Like, really? You're, oh, you're, why are you sitting on the morrow? But we continue with the show because we did want to talk about. You know, we got Laker Tom here. He's seventy-seven years old. He only shows up when we win. If I had bombarded our show with how stupid of a decision that was, it would have completely sabotaged the whole show yesterday, and everyone would have wanted to go away, right? Unless, except you guys, of course. But the point is, we're discussing it now. Why? Because it did result in a loss. Now, if the Lakers beat Houston, we're not having this discussion. But the point is, they did lose, and not only did they lose, they got their ass kicked from the tip to the end by the second worst team in the NBA. So now, you eat it and you, you've heard me say eat it. That's, that, that's the PG, PG-13 version of what I really want to say. That's the only way. I, that's the only words I can say it in, 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 a, in a mild manner. But this was a, a, a stupid quitter's mentality of a decision, whether it was the doctors, whether it was yeah, Ham, it, whether it was Polinka. And, and, and Joe, it, like it, 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 it also needs to be uh, mentioned. Um, intent and... I can speak to this and you may, we may differ on it because you may say it's a different kind of pressure 
because I was trying to emphasize this before in a chat with uh, with all of us, but since it's you and me, I think we can have an easy flow here. Is that <clears throat> when you're when you're in an intense situation, it's very hard, and it takes a while for that intensity to come down. That's why athletes, first responders. They usually need a, a, a break, a refractory period, a calming stage after high intensity, right? It's not easy to turn that off, but it's not easy to turn it on either. It's not like you're an athlete and you can be in cruise control for 35 minutes and then think you put it in overdrive for the next 13 and you win doesn't always work out that way a lot of time you empty the tank and you're done or you don't even get off the line fast enough because you've underestimated the car and more importantly you've underestimated the driver so to me your rant was a hundred percent dead on so you know you want to piss this game away and you want to turf it why don't you just come out and say it if you're yeah. gonna play like that, they said it. if you're gonna play it, like that, it. yeah, they, they, it, they said it immediately. Immediately after having one of the more dominating games that they've had all year. I mean, they were up 82 to 42. Anthony Davis played 33 minutes, and he played hard for about 13 of those things. And the reason why I say 13 is because he de demolished New Orleans. By himself in the first quarter to the point where they didn't even know where they were by the time it was 20 points. They were done. What are you sitting him for? He didn't play 38, 42 minutes of hard basketball. Yeah, it wasn't play him tonight and you win. It wasn't stress minutes at all. If you're worried about getting hurt, then why are you playing? What are you playing for? That's when you want to play get, for the play -in? That's when you get hurt. That's when you get hurt. You get hurt when you don't play hard. Okay, yeah. we've we, we it's there's no other way to look at this. This is not baseball. This is not baseball. This is basketball. Basketball more than any sport is decided by one or two players on that court. And when you don't have both of them, what do you want? To, what do you what, what is this? And I'm gonna go back to again. If you're gonna change the league to where you want to give these guys a day off every other week then you need to start prorating their pay. You need to start prorating their pay. I know it's not going to happen, but you're never, you will never convince me that I should deal or accept something that's bull crap. Then tell me with your money. You want to take 20 games off a year? Take 20, take 20 percent off your pay. And then I'll be, and then I'll shut the hell up. I will shut the hell up. I'll be like, cool. We got, we got what, $10 million, $8 million, I'd say, 20% of 40, $8 million bucks. You can go pay someone that can cover your ass when, 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 you, when you don't want to play those 20 games. All right. That's why we got him. That's why that $8 million went to that guy. He's going to cover him. If that's what you want to do, cool. I'll, I'll accept that. But if you're going to get paid max money and you can play, your ass needs to be on that court. And if you get injured playing, guess what? 
I'm going to tip my hat off for you and have a lot of respect for you and say, come on, get back. Well, Joe, uh, that's not how it works. I keep hearing this. It's not how it works. Dude, I've watched sports in my life, okay? Availability works. It's the only way winning championship works. No one takes a half a year off and make and wins a championship. Who? Who has done that? I want you guys to go back in the last just five years and tell me who's missed half the season and won a championship that has any relevance in terms of talent. A Steph Curry, a Giannis, a anyone. Just let, I want to know. I want to know. Did, did, did Steph Curry not play for an entire year and they didn't do jack crap, right? I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. This is the yeah. NBA. Yeah, You need your stars. If you keep doing this and the Lakers end up in a in – a, in a, what's going to happen is they're going to end up getting into the play-in, right? And then they're going to get the eighth seed. They're not beating Denver in the first round. They might beat them later if they were to play that well, but they're not beating them in the first round. I don't care what you say. So where do we stand here now? All this, all this managing and massaging so that we can play, what, an extra five, six games? Screw that. I don't want it. That, well, that's what it feels like we're heading towards if, if we even get there. Um, as of right now, the Dallas Mavericks are going to defeat the San Antonio Spurs. Um. So the Wolves lost, the Mavs won, one of the Warriors or Clippers are going to lose. So even though people may say, well, you know, Sean and Joe, you guys are ranting and raving about, you know, a loss to the Houston Rockets on March 15th, and they still have 12 games to go, and there's still a lot of time left, and what do you have to say to those, um, I would say, uh, naive dreamers, Joe? There's basics. It's the basics, okay? I We're losing the basics, right? That, that doesn't matter anyways. Salary caps are going up. Money betting is going up. Everyone's happy. Everyone's making their money. Yeah, balance is going bankrupt. But there'll be another. There'll be another contract with somebody else. We're we're ranting for no reason at this point. I spoke too soon, Joe. The Spurs just sent this game in OT. Good, good. Uh, I don't know what that'll mean in the end, but we'll see what happens. But uh, the Lakers. Well, you, you say you say you say it means nothing, and in the end, it does. But for everyone who's here in this chat room, it does mean something. I mean, we're I'll all. I'll tell you here. what it means. It means another lost opportunity. Yeah. So if the Spurs win in overtime, we now lose a game because of our ineptness of being able to execute a simple game plan to beat one of the worst teams in the NBA the last three years. You cannot tell me that that isn't leadership and coaching ability with players that really – I mean, I, you the players are the ones playing, right? But at some point, you need a leader to tell them, look, why do you keep opening up? You got to close off the lane. You got to get these rebounds. You got to box out better. When you look at the Lakers boxing out tonight, if you guys recorded the game or if you guys have any kind of replay on your TVs, I want you to look at the body language during missed shots against the Rockets. Again, one of the worst 
teams this year and the worst team the last three years. You tell me if you're a coach, if you're a leader, and you're seeing that, and you're not saying anything, who the hell are you then? What are you doing there? What is your benefit there? Because we sure hells know you don't have any kind of game plan. You don't have any kind of identity that you've implemented on this team. You look at a sheet that some idiot in a suit uh, gives you, right? You don't have the balls to be Vince Lombardi, take that sheet and throw it in the trash and say, I'm coaching this team. Why? Because you're going to get fired? What are you worried about getting fired for? They signed you for, what, five years? You're going to get your paycheck. Might as well do it your way. Or Bobby Knight, who would take you into the uh, the hallway there, pull down his pants, and probably wipe his ass with it in front of you. Good. Well, he came out of his stall on that one. He, he really thought about that one. Anyway, so well, yeah. Lakers fall to the Rockets, 114-110. Uh, some of the box score numbers, uh, D'Angelo Russell was kind of off tonight, uh, at least from three anyways, or actually from the field in general. He scored 18 points. Beasley uh, was kind of off and on during the day. He started getting hot there in the second half, but finished with 16. Uh, Vanderbilt uh, had 13 points, 11 rebounds. 12, Rui 10, didn't really. 5 and 2, Joe. He was all over the board. He played his game tonight. He was yeah. the only Reeves, one who showed up. Reeves had a pretty darn good game. Uh, Wenyan Gabriel was was gave us some energy and obviously and and you know got 15 rebounds. At least he. He, he, he squeezed out every piece of talent that he can. you got to give him at least that. Schroeder did his thing coming off the bench. Uh, didn't shoot very well, but, you know, at least ball handling and creating something out of nothing was, was something that was at least there. But the Lakers just did not look in any way interested in winning today's game from the top to the bottom. And for me, as a spectator, as an analyst – as a broadcaster, as someone who cares at this moment, guys, I, I'm, I, when I get off air, I'm not going to go sit and sulk on my couch. Like I told you, man, my life is really good. I don't, I don't, I don't sulk on that, but this is the, 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 the firecracker going off right now. And then we're going to try to discuss what the mentality is going to be on Friday. What is, what is their plan on Friday? Are they going to play hard? Is AD going to be available? Probably. But what kind of mindset are they going to go into on this one? Coming coming off of a loss that shouldn't have been a loss. So I'm, I'm waiting on that. I'd like to hear our esteemed uh, chat room renegades tell us, what do you guys, what you guys, I, I'm reading some of you guys' comments, and boy, are you guys giving that leash. You guys are really letting that leash go a little bit. Giving, you keep, you keep letting that thing go, and you keep letting it go. You know what's going to happen eventually? The dog's going to run away. Then I got to read on Facebook how your dog is lost. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Guys, at some point, there needs to be a severance. Enough is enough. We lost tonight because we had a healthy player sit out. Whatever your reasoning is to sit him, whether he's made a glass, protecting his foot, we have no room to protect at this point. We are now back to two games below 500. If you want the Lakers to have any shot of 
going deep in the playoffs, you have to get a five or six seed. You know why? Because the teams they play in that first round are likely to be opponents that the Lakers can beat. So, if you Joe, become, go ahead. We have a saving grace in this scenario. We play the Rockets one more time this year. So, so we get a chance to get them back. Now, um, in our chat, Eduardo had a great question. He said, what's your prediction for the rest of March? So we got seven games, Joe. Friday, the Mavs are in at the Lakers. Sunday, the Magic are at the Lakers. Wednesday, the Suns are at the Lakers. Friday, the Thunder are at the Lakers. Sunday, the Bulls are at the Lakers. So the Lakers have five games at home. What will be their homestand record, Joe? <laughs> I've said I said this before. I'll say it again. I'm not predicting anything anymore. And tonight was a, a, an assurance of that. So just so you guys know, this is at an isolated situation. And the anger is also uh, based off of past issues. Okay. I had the Buffalo Wings blazing challenge today because – I said if the Lakers had won five games in a row that I would do the challenge. You remember what happened after that fifth straight win? They sat LeBron against Denver. And that game was close most of the game. That plays a part in my anger tonight. Because every time these a-holes build a momentum, they they screw it up. Every goddamn time they screw self sabotage. Okay, every time you have no freaking room to dictate that. You need to win, Joe. Joe, you look like Bobby D there from uh, from Goodfellas. You're just raging, man. And I understand understand because because when someone tells me, "Look, I've been happily married for 15 years." Okay, I have two girls. I doubt I would be happily married and have good kids if I was a raging lunatic, which I am. But you have to control the hurricane, too. You can't go all the time so that you guys know. I don't I don't go around going nuts. Half my day, I'm by myself. Half the day, sometimes I don't even say a word. I'm texting, emailing, scheduling. Sometimes I don't say a word a whole half day. Yeah, well, Hell, I, I was going to say, I was going to joke to you. I was going to say, you know, in uh, in Goodfellas, there's the uh, character Jimmy two times because he says everything twice. I was going to say it's, it's Joe one word text. Yeah, no. <laughs> Joe, can we do this? No. I, I do that for Ger- uh, Gerald. I think Gerald, when he's asking me questions, I'll 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 just say flat out no. Because again, it comes down to time wasting. Why am I am I, am I gonna sit there and go, well, I'd rather not go over here and uh, but just say no. Just say no. Can you do this? No, I can't. Cool. All right. Well, Joe, there's no there's no beat about the bush. The 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 uh there's a line since you're since you're talking about since you're talking about the Italian, you know, movie TV thing. There's a line in the Sopranos. There's a line 
Yeah, there's a line in The Sopranos that I use to this day, okay? There's more wrong done by indecision than wrong decision. And you know why? When you make a wrong decision, you know it's wrong. Now it's time to go figure another way. But if you're indecisive, and this is a good correlation with what we're talking about right now, you're indecisive on who you are. You're sitting your guys when they can play because you get comfortable all of a sudden and you don't really know where you are. You don't, do, do they really know where they're at? Do they really think? Do they really think that they are entitled enough to do this? Because if they actually think that, then they are stupid. They are absolutely stupid. If they're sitting at 45 and 25, we're not having this discussion. Because, again, that's the part that I tell people where I'm fair. The results dictate the emotion. You want to sit AD on a back-to-back? You better goddamn make sure you're 45 and 25 then. Because if you go 45 and 26, it's different than when you're 33 and 34 and now you're back to 33 and 35. Or I'm sorry, 34 and 36 instead of being 35 and 35 right now. It's there's a there is no look, there's a very there's very few things in life that are black and white. There's a lot of gray. And that line is always doing this. Right now, that's what the Lakers are. They're in that gray area that's crap. Because they're not even over 500. They're in a play-in. They're in a jerk-off playoff format. That I don't even consider a playoff. So, the ranting has gone on a little longer than I wanted it to be. Let's focus on looking at what we're going to be looking at now, since you mentioned it, Friday. Now, will that loss today by... What, what is it? Hold on. The Mavs, Where are we at on the score? The Mavs here? are going to win, Joe. Okay, so the Mavs are going to win. Are they going to play hard Friday, especially after what happened in the last game? Yeah. Probably. You lose on Friday. I want you all to understand how bad of a loss this is now. Because if you lose today, I'm sorry, if you win today and you're competitive and you lose Friday, just like we did with New York, we didn't have a rant on, on, on Sunday night, did we? We didn't have a rant. It, it's, it, there's a difference, guys. There's a difference. They played to win. But the Knicks played a little bit better. That is okay. That's sports. But when you quit before you start, you are a coward. You are a coward. You're weak and you're soft. And you need to be told that every time you do it. Every time. I'm wired for it. I'm wired for the action. You may think I have high blood pressure. You may think I'm angry. I'm wired for the action. I don't run out of energy, guys. I get enough sleep at night. It, it's ten. It's tenuous the situation they're in, though, Joe. Like just as an example, right? So, you you talked about how th- this loss is more of a compounding loss than a normal loss, and that's true because right now the Lakers sit in tenth. Utah 
and New Orleans are tied for 11th and 12th. New Orleans' next game is against the Houston Rockets. <laughs> I imagine they'll win that game. Uh, at that point in time, if the Lakers do not beat the Mavericks, then New Orleans would be the 10th seed. And the Lakers would be in the 11th spot. And because they would be tied, um, the Lakers would get the tiebreaker in that situation because they've they they have won the season series. So how I run? So that that's how, that's how hair thin these games are right now. The only reason you're going to be able to hang on to that is because you you beat them last night. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Because if they beat you last night and you lo- and they sat him and you lost, that's it. You're out. You're you're out. You're not even in the play-in. So yeah, these these losses these losses hurt more. It, it's not like it's not like a paper cut. This is more like getting sliced down the forearm. You bleed out a little bit more. Lakers fall 114-110 against the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets have won 17 games all year. So I hope that locker room was somber. Or I don't. I can. I can only imagine what Darvin Ham's useless commentary was after that game. But we are bless you. We are going to have to go forward. Again, it's just sports. At the end of the day, we're not going to go hang ourselves. But we're gonna. I'm. I'm worried about Friday. I'm worried about Friday. Every time they've taken their foot off the pedal, the gas pedal, they go into this funk. I thought we were done with this for a little bit. And every time we do this, it, it, it this happens. And yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be the jilted. I'm not going to be the abused, jilted person anymore. Okay. I, I This was probably it for me. I am not going to expect Jack squat anymore. I haven't, I've decided not to make any predictions from here on out. I put my foot down earlier on that. But from now on, I was actually very, very excited after the game yesterday until you made the announcement. When you made that announcement, my whole demeanor. So we have a crowd that has said, that has said well, Houston was good because they just beat the Celtics. I said that off air. I said that. I said, they just beat the Celtics. Why are you going to go into Houston on the, on the back end of a back-to-back without your main gun? I go, you're, 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 you're playing with fire. And not only did they play with fire, they played with a freaking forest fire that just they could not get in, in any way throughout a four-quarter game, get a get control over. The second worst team in the NBA. We this is us. This is again two schmucks at home in their office. You really don't know that? What are you doing? You're getting paid millions of dollars to make stupid decisions. Just I don't I don't I'm, I'm never gonna accept it. I'm not gonna accept this. I'm just not. It, uh, there's um, 
there's a <clears throat> there's always agony and defeat. It sucks. No, you know it, it's what it's what um, Billy Bean said, right? And you you've said it before, Joe. I hate losing more than I love winning, and there's a difference. And there is a difference, you know. It's uh, competition is about attrition, man. It's mental attrition as much as it's physical. You know, I'll, I'll never forget that um, that hilarious um, that hilarious quote, quote from Little Giants with uh, Rick Moranis and uh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, where um, he says football is eighty percent mental. 40% physical. <laughs> That's kind of true in a way in sports. It's it's all it's mental, really. If you can if you get through pain, you get through injuries, you get through bad calls, you get through a pain in the ass guarding you. You try to just push through all that. They didn't push through tonight, man. It sucks because even without AD, like you said, they won 16 games all year. This team has won games where LeBron and AD have both sat. Now, not a lot, but they're they're capable. They are NBA players, and they just, man, they just, that was like, Amber, what Amber Heard did to Johnny Depp's bed tonight. That was what, that was the effort they laid upon us. And the thing is, they set the table so cleanly for Houston. I love making, a little pun there, cleanly. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Sometimes it writes itself. Why would you, why would you immediately say that? Wait till the next day, at least. Yes. Wait till the next day. Yes. Then you don't give this team. You're telling. I, I would be in shock, in shock, if we didn't get answered. If we can get an answer that 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 the Houston Rockets players were offended by that. Oh, you guys think you can just sit AD and think you got to win over here? Mm-mm. And they smacked them all game. That had to. That, that was bulletin board material, and and it worked. And it that's was. how stu- the, the, the stupidity of these things is what's aggravating. If your body says no, fine. If you're having an off night, fine. Guys, I understand the difference. I am not stupid. I, that's why I'm using New York as an example. The New York loss, we didn't come out here afterwards and rant and rave like a bunch of lunatics because they lost. Because they played hard and the team they played with played a little bit better. That is all I'm asking for. You're not going to win every game, even when you really want to. But when you lay down, when you lay down before you even start, how am I going to have any respect for you? Yeah, again, it's, um, you know, like you said, like you said, Joe, it, it it's bulletin-born material, chalkboard material. That's That's what it's called. That's the concept. But the image is arrogance. It's arrogance where there shouldn't be any. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and 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 you know, I can go into other details on things 
the amount of arrogance that you see in and around your life, doesn't matter if it's business, if it's personal, you'll watch people be arrogant and totally be oblivious to it. They don't even realize how arrogant they are or entitled or feeling like they are owed something. And you're like, says who? Who the, who the F are you? Well, the Lakers played that, right? Ah, well, AD ain't playing tomorrow. AD ain't playing tomorrow. We got yeah, a good this. game tonight. Yep. Everyone was shooting. Everyone was great. Guys, Beasley, Russell, Vanderbilt, Troy Brown Jr., De- Schroeder. These are not superstars, guys. They don't play every game. They'd be superstars if they were playing 25 and 12 a night, like AD. AD's 25, 12 a night, right? Because he's one of the best players in the NBA. Everyone else has a role. Everyone has a position on the team that they have to fill. This is not a game changer. And then you take one of your game changers out in a game you need. Because now if you lose Friday, which is what was going on in my head, I said, okay, if you win, if you beat New Orleans and then you beat Houston, you can go into D- Dallas and not be affected as much if you lose that game. Now they're effed. They have to win Friday to make up for this game. And then even then, you lose, you still lose the fact that you should have won this game too. It's we just suck. We suck tonight. We suck tonight. We were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Yeah. In an NBA game, and they're not a good, not a good suck either. There's some good sucks in life, but this wasn't one of them. Yeah, no, this wasn't a good. <laughs> this wasn't a good one. This was a bad. This was a bad one, and it's the kind of where you can't take a forget me shot and forget that the evening ever happened, because I was sober the whole time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I only had one beer. I my, was sober my... the whole time. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to end this on a good note here in the last you know few minutes of the show. Uh, my stomach is still boiling. Oh wow, Joe! Uh, we're, we're, we're talking twelve hours. Yeah, we're later, talking uh, ten hours. No, wait, eleven hours. Yeah, eleven, almost eleven hours. So, for those of you who haven't seen the challenge, it is posted on YouTube and and, and Facebook as well. I um I, I I wanted to do this challenge because I wanted the effects to show as well. And I got lucky towards the end. Um I got a snot bubble at the end. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I, <laughs> I I had tears coming down my face. That wasn't planned, but it does show how hot that son of a gun was. But the snot bubble was the great one. That was the one that popped up that I that I thought would would really add because I can sit there and go, mm, mm. well, that's your that that's Ooh. like the sign. That's like the sinus. Just it's becoming a volcano. The body like, the body was telling me, Joe, what the hell are you eating? We're right? rejecting this, Joe. It, we don't want this, dude. We want to enjoy our food. What the hell are you doing? You, what the hell are you doing at eleven thirty in the morning? Forget about the fact that I was eating it. How about it? The first thing I ate in the morning, right? But I wanted you guys to see the pain. 
because I felt like the one chip challenge didn't really sell anything. I was just like, mm, uh, mm, mm. I glistened a little, but 10 pieces in five minutes, snot bubbles and all the, the tears coming down. I think you guys will enjoy it. For those of you who watched it and, and commented, thank you so much. This will be my last, likely my last uh, food challenge because this isn't really for me. I think if there's going to be a challenge, it'll be something else. And hopefully it'll be at a time where I can actually enjoy doing something instead of uh, being in pain. In, in agony and pain. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for those of you who just tuned in, the Lakers and didn't watch the game, you'd be fortunate that you didn't waste two, well, three hours of freaking basketball. At the last freaking quarter, it took 45 minutes. Why? I don't know. Because these idiots can't look at a monitor and make a decision fast enough. All for what? For one free throw. You wait 10 minutes for a goddamn decision for one free throw. Why Why do pitchers – why are pitchers now having a clock and the refs don't get a clock for every Zapruder review? And I'm going to keep calling them Zapruder reviews until they stop being these five-minute conversations about who's in the third row, who's getting what for dinner, what time are you meeting everybody? Just that uh, there, there's no meaningful conversations going on there, and and there there needs there needs to be some some rectification about this as well. Reviews need to be less than five minutes long. I, I, I wish. I wish that they can solve problems before they become problems. That's another thing that I'm kind of tired of. And we're we're always complaining about something, right? Because because these leagues and our politicians uh, – sorry, Joe, I'm going off on tangent here. But seemingly everybody who has some power and influence just never seems to be proactive. It's reactive. Let's be reactive. Will react to every situation instead of being proactive and seeing five or six moves down the down the lane instead of oh well yeah no we should have done that and yeah we sh- we we could have done this and that might have happened differently you know what I mean it, it it's always going to be something. That's the only answer I have for you. But once in a while, I'd like to see more. You know what, guys? We don't want this taking longer than 30 seconds. Or try to figure out like how the NFL does, right? They go to commercial when there's a replay, right? So by the time you get back, you would have had to deal with the commercial anyways, and you're not sitting there wasting your time waiting for the zebra to figure out what the hell happened. Well, you know what I want to see happen? I want to see two things happen because – Z brought up what what I was thinking about as well. So great minds think alike. You should have a group of people in New York in the booth, and they're able to be the only ones to call a review in the last two minutes. Take it out of their hands because because if you give if you give it to them, they're gonna they're gonna take it. They're gonna use the toy. I think you should take the toy out of their hands and put it upstairs. They've been talking about that New York review, even in the NFL. There's some weird reason why they're not doing it. Yeah, it's it's strange because yeah. it just seems practical. No, they don't want to do that. 
They want to keep it. Uh, you know why they don't want don't want to do it, Joe? Because they don't want to. They don't want to give off the perception that somehow their officials are slightly incompetent. We we if, if they don't know already that their officiating is incompetent, then I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, they do. They it do. Cer- it certainly makes sense why well, they won't Marty do the McCutcheon New York has already said they lack fundamentals, so they know. It's it's it, that's a whole new rant, but in the, in the you know it is what it is. So yep. for those, so again, Lakers fall one fourteen one ten. The score was in no way indicative of what the game was. The Lakers got their behinds whooped from tip to the buzzer. However, Sean. Thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for dialoguing with, with me tonight. Gerald, thank you for letting me captaining the ship and being you for a week. I quite enjoyed it and got a lot of experience hosting the show. And I look forward to being your designated hitter when you want to take a day off. <laughs> wink, wink, because you're injured, right? <laughs> um, and for those of you who continue to follow us day in and day out, on the Lakers fast break, Z, Zangerstein, how the the whole group. I can I can I I feel like I'm gonna make a, an acceptance speech. Jim Howe and uh, Blue and, and the whole gang, Stell, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. I hope you continue to be here, and I promise you guys we'll continue to entertain you as long as I'm alive, as long as my blood pressure doesn't pop a vein or an artery, I will be here. I will enjoy entertaining as well as Sean will. And Gerald should be back next week. And then, of course, guys, you know, as long as the Lakers win, you'll see Lakers, Tom. Other than that, again, the Lakers uh, lose 114-110. Thank you for joining us. This is the Lakers Fast Break. Have a good evening, and we'll see you maybe before Friday, but for sure post-game on Friday. Oh, for the magic man in the morning, Friday morning. Join us, guys. Join us for coffee. Not me. I don't drink coffee. But magic man drinks coffee. I know a lot of you do. Join us Monday morning. I will be there to guy uh, will be the, the, the goose for Maverick on that one. And Maverick will be Sean. So, again, have a good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us. See you Friday. <laughs>